Coming out of retirement again. Screw this. <laughs> no, I'm only playing in the from the 40 yard line in. Sign me a contract. Pay me whatever you think I'm worth from 40 yards and in. And and Rob, you better watch what you say, dog. There's a there's probably 32 teams that'll take that contract right now, dude. You better watch out. Yeah, there is, I bet. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to New Heights, a Jukes original show presented by Wave Sports and Entertainment, brought to you by our friends at Nerd Wallet. We are your hosts. I'm Travis Kelsey. This is my big bro, Jason Kelsey, out of Cleveland Heights, Ohio. Uh, please subscribe on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts, and follow the show on all social media platforms at New Heights Show. That's with one S. This is a very, very special episode, ladies and gentlemen. Coming to you on a Monday, we've been asking you guys... And you guys are going to get it. You guys have been saying who you want to be the next guest on the show. And um, Jason, why don't you give it to us? We got a doozy here. Our next guest, our guest today is the six foot six tight end out of Woodland Hills High School. He is a five time pro bowler, four time first team all pro. Four-time Super Bowl champion. Might have dented the Lombardi Trophy. Maybe. He's also the 2014 NFL Comeback Player of the Year. Oh. He's not the fake-ass Gronk. He's what? the real deal. We got the man, the myth, Mr. Rob Gonkowski, baby! man. You got to turn around for football, man. You're going to be that WWE announcer. <laughs> I loved it, baby. Jason, you got some WWE in you, Jason? Hell, I mean, I could do the promo, but <laughs> after my knees and back and everything the way it is, no chance. No, or, or before a boxing match, you'll be introducing them before a boxing Ooh, match. You, you can Buffer. do that as well. Ooh. Bruce Buffer? Yeah, I'll do that. Yeah. Are you ready to rumble? <laughs> Big Bob, we appreciate you coming on the show, dog. Um, this is not an interview. We're not uh, professional enough or even smart enough to conduct an interview. This is just us kicking it, uh, having some fun. Three guys that played in the league that uh, they're going to talk about our experiences in this shit, man. Um, we, if you have any f- questions or want to audible, just let us know, dog. But first, Jason, we got to start with our favorite segment. That's right. As always, we got a special one coming up because this is the new news Rob Gronkowski version. Ooh, Gronk, you ready to get in on this, dude? You know what the new news is about? You ready? All right. How are we going to do it? Okay, I'll start up. Let's go. But first, as always, new news. New news. New news. Hey. Hey. There we go. He's a natural. I thought I'd like Ron Burgundy there, baby. He's a natural. (laughs) All right. Now, everybody knows, listening, that Travis and I are starting our journey to the Super Bowl. Uh, But Gronk has just announced that you're already going to be there. Oh, yeah. You'll be back on the field to attempt a field goal live during the Super Bowl. (laughs) Have you? Okay. First of all, have you ever ever kicked a field goal? Like, are you like a (laughs) – are you experienced in this? Are you, are you a special teamer? We didn't know? No, yeah, I'm a special teamer now. But uh, when I was growing up, I always did that pump, pass, and kick. You guys ever do that before? Hell yes. The Andy Reid? Yeah, the Andy Reid, what he did. I, I've done that before, but uh, I don't have film like Andy Reid. But uh, <laughs> I, I was all west in New York. That's how far I got. My brother actually made it to the regionals and, and the championship, and he had to go to Jacksonville one year and throw the ball at halftime what? during a playoff game. But uh, I was also the kicker at, at my high school team. I went to Woodland Hills with that introduction my senior year in Pittsburgh, but I actually grew up in Buffalo, 
And at okay. that school in Buffalo, I was the guy that kicked off the tee for the, yeah. for the kickoff. And oh, I, also, yeah. I attempted one field goal in my life. It was a 33-yard field goal, and I, I actually hit it. So I Let's got go! one. How, how far is it going to be at the Super Bowl? So that was a 33-yarder I hit in high school. But at the Super Bowl, yeah, that's right. I, I, I'm taking the shortcut. You guys got to work your ass off the next four weeks to get there. I'm already going to be at the Super Bowl, baby. <laughs> but I'm, I'm taking the easy route. <laughs> Do you have the right yeah, cleats set out? You got some soccer yeah. cleats? What are you kicking with? I'm going to be kicking. I, I don't know yet, man. I actually just wore my game cleats out there. I <laughs> I went to Boston College Fieldhouse today. I actually practiced up there. They let me in. And awesome. uh, I'm going to be trying it. I'm going to be going soccer style. I'm going to be attempting Ooh, soccer style. okay. You didn't go with the old boot square on? You didn't? Yeah, I, that's what I did in high school. I was, I was square on in high school. But I want to learn, like, how to kick it soccer style. Because now the square on one, I'm, I'm not even that good anymore kicking it straight on anymore. I mean, in high school I was, but I lost that. But uh, I, I got to gain some more confidence. I was 50-50 today. It's only going to be a 25-yarder. But okay. I got another month of practice, and I'm practicing again on Sunday. I'm going to have to, you know, heal up after the next two days. I'm Like, my groin started hurting after, like, a 50 <laughs> oh, Yeah, I started getting sloppy, so I, I just took off. Uh, but I'm going to make this shit. It's for America, baby. $10 million. <laughs> Let's go, baby. Yeah! Let's I love go. this shit. I love it, man. That's the, you said you were going to hit up uh, your your kicker. You said you were going to hit up Venetary. Yes, you, I you did. Give him a shout? Actually, I, I did. I actually saw him last week, uh, two weeks ago, when we actually shot a, a little commercial that will be airing um, in the next two weeks. It's called a, It's a Training Montage for, for the Kick. And uh, he taught me some tips, and uh, I just went to the field house and applied those tips. But uh, he'll be practicing. He'll be teaching me, and uh, I'll be learning from him over the next two weeks as well. This is electric. That's though. awesome. This is electric. Cannot wait man. to watch this. <laughs> yeah, if I have a kick tomorrow, man, I don't know what to get. Some kicks are freaking sloppy, man. But some some <laughs> – Going through still. It doesn't matter. They've been going through, but we got some time. We got some time. Doesn't matter how sloppy. That's a million dollars one right there, baby. I love it, man. I love it. Um, also, we gotta we gotta let people know the Super Bowl will be the return of my favorite. The one, ah, man. I will tell you what, big dog. I wish I could go the famous and the infamous Gronk Beach, baby. Tell yeah, everybody baby. who you got on the guest list, man. Who's who's all showing up? All right. Well, we got uh, we actually have a great um, you know performer list going on, and uh, this year it's all about the music choices, man. It's all about you know getting them on stage. I mean, I can only do so much. I as, <laughs> my dance moves can only go so far. I mean, Travis, that was amazing that you showed up at Gronk Beach at the NFL Draft in Las Vegas last year. That oh, was one so of the much fun, man. I don't know that. What's that dance move we were doing like that? <laughs> I just call it the 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 Drew and the Alex man, the Drew and Alex right there, man, because they were yeah, they were Drew and Alex representing yeah. the chain smokers. Chain smokers, baby, <laughs> they had that thing rocking. And now uh, for this one, the artist lineup, it, I think it's going to be the best one so far. I mean, the headliner is going to be Twenty One Savage. Oh, so, uh, he's he's one of the hottest rappers in the I game I, right I now. I think I saw I think I saw Diplo on there too. Yeah, Ooh. we got Diplo as well. I mean, he's a top five DJ. He, he's he's been at Grunk Beach before. He loves it. He was at the first one, and uh, I just love Diplo, man. <laughs> he he's a good more. boy. And then we also got Little John, baby. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. You got to love that, man. Getting crunk. Dang. <laughs> I'm surprised you remember that one, Jason. That's like my whole pregame list. It's yeah. like all just <laughs> '90s and early 2000s crunk music. Yeah. That's pretty much it. And obviously, you guys got you know road to the Super Bowl. But if some reason you two don't make it, 
you you got you guys have the wide open invite to Grant Beach. You you can count oh me gosh. in there, baby. I yeah, appreciate I'm the invite. I'm in. I'm in. I'll see both of you there if you're not in the big game. Deal. Deal. That sounds awesome. Well, how oh. electric. Well, hold on. What was your what was your favorite Grunk Beach? Because you've been doing these for a while, and those of you that don't know exactly what Grunk Beach is, why don't you go ahead and give them a, give them a little taste of what exactly it is? Oh, Grunk Beach is just a, a little mini music festival uh, designed, you know, for NFL fans out there, for music fans out there. It's a music festival, and uh, we we just bring in a couple artists to perform. I just oh, yeah. go up on stage as well, do some dance moves, bring the energy. Yee-hoo. I mean. It, if I could sing and DJ, but you know, that's just not my style. Uh, <laughs> we're the guys fist pumping and doing the Drew and Dave. Yeah. Those type of moves. And um, it, we've done two of them so far. We did it the first time when I, when I took off that year, we did it at my, in Miami at that Super Bowl, the, the Super Bowl you won, you know, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, baby. welcome to the Super Bowl club. Jason, yeah. you're there. Yeah. You, whooped, you whooped our ass that one year to get into the Super Bowl club. So yeah. you, you yeah. guys got enough. You got to share the wealth. You got, bit, you, you got, ba- you got back at the old Kelsey family in, the, yeah. in our, in our, yeah. in our meetup in the Super Bowl. Dude, I had a walk of shame after that game in Tampa. I don't even want to talk about that, but Hey, all right. Last <laughs> bit of new news. We got uh Gronk, you're officially a movie star. You're in the upcoming movie 80 for Brady. Coming out February third, baby, which is on the the twenty seventeen Super Bowl, yes. right? That's yes. with um, the Atlanta Super Bowl. Yes, or- yes, it's about the Atlanta Super Bowl, and uh, I got a little part in it. I mean, it's basically all about Tom. It's about four older ladies, grandmas uh, that have never been to a Super Bowl game ever. Actually, never been to an NFL game, and then finally they decided to go to the Super Bowl game and drive across the country to Houston. And uh, and go meet Tom and go to that Super Bowl game. Oh, wow. And uh, in the movie, they they break in into the locker room after the game, and there's like Amendola, there's Julian, there's Tom, and uh, they break in, and then they also see me. So that's when our part comes into play with Julian, Danny, and myself. And uh, they come up to us in the locker room, and we just hit it off a little bit. They start flirting with us. Uh, Jane Fonda. <laughs> no. you, guys, you guys are the Rat Pack, man. Are you kidding me? Of course they're going to start flirting with you guys, man. <laughs> Oh, it's going to be good. I mean, our part is going to be great. I mean, that's what it's all about are these are these super fans, gills. man. Oh, yeah. Gills? Grandma? Gills? Grandma? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're coming into the locker room and just shooting their shot, and it's, yeah. it's hilarious. <laughs> well, that, well, that, right coming out February 3rd, I cannot wait to watch that. Oh, my gosh. All right. Uh yeah, yeah, let's think- let's keep it. Oh, who's a better actor, you or Tom? Oh yeah. man, uh, oh, I'm gonna go with myself. There. Yeah, yes, let's go. Yeah. Hold it. That's a I'm that's a dub for the tight ends, baby. That's a dub. Yeah, yeah. Ends. Another win for the tight ends. Yeah, <laughs> the quarterbacks are always taking over. The tight ends are finally taking over, baby. Let's go, baby. Lead the way, baby. Let's uh let's keep this thing going, baby. Um, this is uh the next segment of the show uh, where we go to twelve bold topics, Gronk. Uh, Jason leads us off with the uh, the biggest question, the most important question of all. And I'm sure you get asked this all the time, but we're going to do it in a fun way. Yeah, you've been asked this a million times. The big question is obviously story of the year was if Brady made the call. You know, you talking about coming out of retirement. <laughs> we're obviously taping this before Wild Card Weekend, so it's really not officially ruled out yet. Um, you know, you tweeted out, I'm kind of bored. I don't know you if there's a winky emoji there too. It. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I Will, got my, caught my if, attention. Really what I want to know is if 
Tampa wins this week, is there a chance I see you next week on the field? Oh, man. <laughs> he's got to tell, tell his defense. i got to tell Jonathan Gannon. Jonathan Gannon's got to be prepared for this. All right. Well, yeah, I mean, well, first off, that I'm kind of bored was actually a lead-up to the, the kick of destiny that I was signing. <laughs> okay, with there we go. All right. So, I mean, I can't believe how, how how everyone picked that up. I'm like, oh, he's going back to football. I never gave a clue in my life when I'm going back to football. It's always about something else, and no one under no one has picked that up yet. It's never about football. Yeah, but uh, if they win the, if they win this week, would I go back next week? What's so great about it though is I'm a total free agent right now. I don't even have to go back to the Buccaneers. I can go back to another team. I'm going to evaluate all the wins. And maybe sign with a team next week. Baby. Oh my gosh. <laughs> He's gonna eval. He could be AFC or NFC. He's gonna be all he over. Could be, he could be I can the, be anywhere, baby. Be but the there's absolutely there's no chance that I'm signing. <laughs> I, 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 I thought about that before. I'm like, what if I just become a free agent every year and just sign with a super the Super Bowl team during that bye week? Get get about five days of practice and play like fifteen snaps in the game. Dude. That'd be pretty that'd be epic. That'd yeah. be epic. It would be. <laughs> that would be very – that would – only only Gronk could pull that off. That yeah, would be yeah, something yeah. – I mean, come on now. What – so, you did come out of retirement once before, though. How did that happen? Who who made that – did Tom just hit you up and you just decided to come out? No, no. I mean, um, he went through that whole process of going to another team. I've talked to him. We actually threw in February before it all went down, and I was like – I was actually ready for another opportunity. I just wanted to, you know, test the market, see what was out there, go to another team, and just see what it was all about. I mean – that's what I like to do. I like to explore a little bit. So oh, yeah. I, um, I actually told him, yo, man, if you go to another team, man, I would pro- possibly be down to go with you. Yeah. And I was like, you go through the process. You do you. I mean, I'm not putting no pressure on. You pick whatever team you want to pick, man. I know. I already know you. You're going to do the You're going to make the best, you know, business decision out there. And uh, after he made it, um, it was actually, I was looking at like two other teams, though. And then he went to the Buccaneers. And I was like, the Please Buccaneers? I don't even know anything about the Buccaneers. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, who did at that time? Like those Was last six years, don't play for them. <laughs> Is John Gruden still? 2012, Derek Brooks. 2018. No one knew anything about the Bucks. Like right. Tampa didn't even know anything about the Bucks. They were selling out like seven thousand, like seven thousand tickets to a game only. But uh, when he went there, man, I just did my research and I was like, man, this team's pretty epic, actually. I mean, they got a team. Um, it was yeah, it was a, studs, a chance for a new opportunity, yeah. a new opportunity to, uh, to blossom, and uh, I just felt like it was the right decision to you know go back to football and uh, go out and, and try it on a new team. And uh, you know after that after that year, I mean obviously it worked out very well. That, <laughs> no, you know, no trust me, I know, I know exactly how well that worked out. It was yo uh, no honestly that was honestly the greatest football team I think I've ever played against, dog. You guys, you guys were stacked, and by by the end of the season, you guys were playing flawless football, man. Yeah, and our defense, but, our defense was playing so well together yeah. at end of the year, especially headed into the playoffs. It, it was just ridiculous. They were on fire. Our well, linebackers were just uh, oh, superb. They were they were everywhere on the field. It was crazy. It's nothing, Devin nothing White, like those Bobby dudes. David, yeah, they were they were everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you hit the nail. I mean, even the year before that defense was lights out. Really, I mean, there was only a few pieces missing. So when Tom there signed there, when you signed there, it was like, man, these guys are going to be dangerous. Even before the whole thing started. Yeah. What uh? What were the other teams though? I gotta know. You said there were some other teams in the mix. Oh uh, well, I just you know I I just shot my shot to Tom. Like all right, Tom. Like there's like this is where I like kind of like prefer, but I mean, <laughs> I mean you go through the process. I mean that's on you. Don't listen to me. But uh, I, I what were about it too? I oh man, 
I mean, I just shot my shot to him, you know, sure. he went through the whole process. I mean, I, I tell you the truth. I'm not, I'm, I know he talked to a few teams, but I wasn't exactly sure to the degree. Yeah. I mean, I just thought it was one of the best options. Once he picked Tampa too, then I did my research and I was like, holy crap, like this is actually the best situation. And uh, my mom lived an hour away, right? No, an hour and a half away, right in Fort Myers down the street too. So it couldn't have worked out any better yeah. as well. And every time I had time off, I always went to Florida, you know, just right. take, take, a, take a flight, East Coast time, same time zone. I always went to Florida to get some sun if I had three days off or whatever. So oh, yeah. it was it actually worked out in favor for sure. And uh, another team, though, I would say is it's it's out there was 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 the Raiders. That was definitely heavenly in play as well, though, for sure. The Raiders. And that facing off with each other twice man, a year. That would have <laughs> yeah. been fun, man. That would have been fun. And well, it, was, it was when they first went to Vegas, huh? Yeah, it was, it was going to be the first year in Vegas. Dude, Gronk yep. Beach all summer. Yeah. Let's I, go. I, I don't even know if I made it to the football field. Yeah. yeah. Trust me, I'm lucky I'm in Kansas City. Would you, would you have ever uh, wanted to play for Buffalo? Yeah. Being from around the area? That's actually, yeah, yeah. I'm right from Buffalo, New York. I grew up a Buffalo Bills fan. I mean, my favorite player, Takeo Spikes. I mean, not the football name as well. Also, they had uh, Eric Moulds, you know, mm-hmm. Andre Reid. Andre Reid, baby. And everyone. And uh, it was um, it was definitely when I was going through the draft. I mean, they, they were pick number, I think, 40. And I, I went pick number 42. And I mean, they were also pick number eight, but when they passed me at eight, I was like, "Yeah, I, I knew I wasn't going." <laughs> but in, but in the back of your in the back of your head, you were still like, "Oh God, this would be awesome if they picked me right now." Yeah, yeah. And then when they did it, I was like, "These these assholes." Oh, I'm gonna remember that one. But uh, yeah, no, it was actually pick number forty one. They no, they they passed me, and then I was pissed, kind of. I was like, "Dude, like I could have just played for my hometown team. Like they don't have a tight end, and, and they passed me at forty one, and then the, the Patriots traded up." Uh, actually from the Oakland Raiders to number 42 and got me at number 42. And uh, it, right there on the spot, I was just like, oh, like after Bills, like they didn't want to take me, same conference, all that. Oh, yeah. yeah. I was a Bills fan growing up all the way to that moment you right were, there. You were, and then it was you were, done. You were, yeah, power, then it was done. you were power bombing into the uh, into tables, into flaming tables and all that growing up or what? Yeah. yeah. Or was that not I mean, hot yet? No, no, that was kind of hot. It actually didn't. Be, it, it became hot to, to do that at tailgates, but in Buffalo, that's like what you did. I mean, I remember in elementary school, I was fake fighting people, thinking I was in the WWE. Oh yeah. Oh, one hundred percent. Once we were on the playground, we were in the ring. Yeah. Who were you and replicating? Then, Who? Which? Which, uh, which wrestler were you? Were you being? Oh, Val Venus. Val Venus. <laughs> I've in. never met a Val Venus. I've never. I've never met a Val Venus. <laughs> that is, oh, lady. That's, that is so on brand. I love that. I love every bit of that, man. Yeah, that's great. Uh, Robert Val Venus, baby. Let's go. But also, I'm a. I'm okay. Now I'm retired again, so I want to bring this back up. I'm kind of a Buffalo Bills fan now again. Dude, now that I'm not playing yeah. no more, I'm like, dang. They're a fun and team to watch. Good tight cool end. That was, how cool that would be to play for the Buffalo Bills. I actually thought about it when Tom retired this year. I was like, all right. Like I was, I didn't really feel like playing football again after this year. And I was like, ah, I was like, Tom retired. I was like, let me, I'm going to check out some other teams. I was actually in, in talks with the Buffalo Bills a little bit. Yeah. Uh, they wanted me to come up there and uh, it just, it just wasn't there though. Just a, you know, and my mindset was there. I would, I would probably most likely be in Buffalo right now playing with the Bills. Man. Holy cow. Yeah. Dude. Well, don't join them after what this. Could week. have been. So. Yeah, you still got time. <laughs> no, I mean, you don't. No, you're, I would you're love to see just, that. 
Probably just kick the field goal, man. <laughs> <laughs> dude, they America got America is counting they got a, on you. you they got a good tight end, on dude. <laughs> <laughs> they got a good. No, man, that w- that would be freaking epic, man. And I can only imagine. I know, growing up, I used to want to play for the Browns. Um, and then I got to the league, and it was kind of like, damn, probably. No, I'm not going to say that. Um, <laughs> um, you say no, it. you beat us. You, it worked yeah. out well with Andy. It, it worked, worked out, out well with Andy. Worked out real well. well. <laughs> it worked out well for both of us not getting drafted to our hometown team. There we go. Well said. Perfectly said. But you actually beat me to our next topic, which is uh, a rewind to draft day stories, baby. Um, let's take it back to the beginning. You already told us about you know the insight on on getting drafted or or, or your view of it. Um, Jalen Hurts told us that he he was almost a stealer, and Pat told us that he actually cheated. He cheated his way into getting drafted by Kansas City, which uh, we all appreciate him. If you ain't cheating, you ain't trying, baby. Um, you got any draft day stories outside of that one, like any fun, any funny interviews or anything like that? Oh yeah, man, I got some draft day stories. Well, well, first off, they took. Uh, I was actually, I thought there was a slight chance I was going to go to Cincinnati at the twenty first pick. I mean, obviously, coming out of college, you want to be a first rounder, and like. That's the whole goal. Like oh, yeah. you, you think you have to be a first rounder, which you don't even have to be drafted at all in order to make it in the NFL. I mean, <laughs> but you want to be first rounder to think you're cool and shit. I mean, when it really doesn't matter. But uh, so they passed on me. They took Jermaine Gresham actually, the the first tight end off the board. Ooh, yeah, I remember that. And I Oklahoma. Was, and I had a tryout with the with the uh, with just a one on one tryout with the Cincinnati tight end coach too. And I uh, I was right there at the table and I was pissed and my. My brother said something. I was like, "Shut the!" I was like, "Shut the f up!" Like, and my mom was like, "I never seen you mad before. Like, this is your first time you're mad." I was like, <laughs> I, I was actually kind of pissed. But then my my agent was right there. He's like, "You don't want to go to Cincinnati." And I was like, "Oh, all right, you know." And then I when I got drafted the next day, actually, I'm the first. Actually, this is this is legendary. I'm the first player ever to go to New York City and be drafted in the second round. You know, that, that's I remember you were at the draft. I was a humble guy. You were on stage, baby. Moment. Yes, and then when I got drafted at the 42nd pick, I started celebrating like a madman. I didn't even care no more. That a boy. That I didn't a boy. Even care no more that I was um, that I was in the second round. It didn't even matter. It was just the best feeling of all time, you know, having your dream come true. And then I got up on stage. I chest bumped Roger Goodell. I had my brothers there, my family. We're jumping up and down, celebrating. And then I get a phone call, and I'm like, I'm like, hello. And they're like, and it's, um, <laughs> and it's Bill's assistant, the guy. Um, Bears, that's his name. Bears. He works. You walk okay, into Bears. the facility, right at with the Patriots. He's the first room you go by, and then to get to Bill's office, you got to go through his office. And like, he just okay. he's assistant. He's up on date on everything. And then I get call him. Like, Hello. He's like, he's like, can you get, can you get off the stage? And I'm sitting there like, get off the stage. So I'm already getting fucking yelled at by the Patriots. Five seconds. What? I was drafted by the Patriots. <laughs> You get off the camera, off the stage. We don't want to see any more celebrating. And I, I mean, I didn't get it. I was like, okay. So then I just walked off the stage and started jumping up and down, down below. <laughs> I guess they don't like celebrating. <laughs> Your first introduction to the Patriot way. Oh my yeah. gosh. I mean, I was man. Never stop me though, baby. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> baby. They learned to deal with it for sure. Yeah, they did. I'll tell you what, man. I-, I knew every time I had to perform <laughs> because the second I wasn't performing, I was like, "Oh shit, I can't do my, I can't do my thing no more." I was like, "I have to perform," and actually, that's what helped me perform. Is like, in order to do all my, you know, all the all my silly stuff that I just love to do, I was like, "I have to perform. Yeah. I have to perform." <laughs> 
love that's it, man. amazing i had one run-in with uh old bill belichick brother that was during the draft i um i went into one of those rooms at uh in indy during the uh, combine i don't know if you went to the con did you go to combine yeah i went to the combine i didn't participate though i only did bench press no, no, I say we probably ripped it out though. I um, I didn't. I did everything but bench press. <laughs> so I'm interviewing with the with the Patriots, and there's probably like five people. This is like the lowest amount of people that were in one of the rooms. Like everybody had their front office, all the coaches. Like there was like ten to fifteen people in all the other teams' rooms, but in the Patriots' rooms, there's like a handful of people. Uh, Coach Belichick being one of them, and I'm sitting there, and he's interviewing me, and I'm talking about it is the most straightforward interview I had ever been a part of in my life. It was, I want to say it was stale, but man, it was a little static in there, and I, uh, and so I tried to like lighten the, like lighten it up a little bit. He asked me if I like to go into bars and like if I like to party. That was kind of like the red flag was that I didn't take football serious. Um, and I, uh, <laughs> I told him it was, it was, I believe right after you had just had elbow surgery. And it's like, yeah, you know, I, I like to party and this and that. I don't know if I'm going to be in the in the uh, bars with a sling on, but I've never been in the NFL, so I uh, I don't know. <laughs> and when I tell you I didn't get a single, like, glimpse up, he was just kept writing, dude, just absolutely nothing. And uh, that interview didn't ended hit. pretty early. Yeah. <laughs> it did not it end. Did. And I realized, I was like, okay, this guy doesn't like to, he doesn't like to fuck around. Okay. No, no, <laughs> well, no. Fuck that interview up. I kind of I kind of ruined it for you because you you said I'm not going to be in a sling in a bar. You're referring to me. In the, in the- <laughs> Maybe one day you'll. Little be- did I know. Little did he know I've actually been in a bar with a sling. All right, exactly. <laughs> I actually lost it that night. He, Don't tell he the passed on you twice. That's BS, man. He, what? How many times did he pass on you? You were what? Fourth round? Third round? Uh, I was second. I was second. I was oh, second. But second. He, no, I was, no, no, I was no, third. No. I was third. third. I was third. I was third. You, I was you're third. trying to add? I was third. No, on, Rob man. was second. Yeah, I was, I was third. third. No, First pick in the third. Man. First that, pick in the third. That's some BS. You know? What, fifth tight end taken, Trev? Yeah, that was – listen, man, there was a lot of good tight ends. Who was the first there. one taken what? in your draft? Ironically so, um, Tyler Eifert got drafted by the Cincinnati Bengals in the first round. Ertzy, Zach Ertz went to Philly. Gavin Escobar went to the went to the Cowboys. Yep, botched that interview too. R.I.P. Gavin. Um, and Vance and then McDonald. Uh, Vance McDonald. Vance McDonald went to the Forty ers John, yeah, John Leach and uh, <laughs> Jim Harbaugh looked me up and down. I was like, no, nah, I'm going to go with the biggest, strongest guy <laughs> in, the, in your class. I was just like, nah, okay, fair enough. Yeah. He's a good player. Hey, it all works out in the end, baby. <laughs> You already know, man. I couldn't. I could have been happy where I landed up, and I know you couldn't have been happy. That, that had to be pretty electric, man. I, man, I'm going to Tom Brady. It was. It had to be pretty electric. It was electric. Do you think? I, I was so happy when, me, when I got drafted here. It was. It was definitely fulfilling, big time. Well, and you were the you were the first tight end taken that draft. No, bro? I mean, Jason, did you just miss out on the on the? Whole did you? Party? You? I just he, oh, he, the Grisham. Yeah, Grisham. Yeah. He oh. read, he, he's, yeah, you know, we get hit in the head for a yeah. living, man. I got seats on how it goes. Real bad. Chill out. Hey, man, chill out. I know. Out. Yeah, you're right. I shouldn't <laughs> mention. We what do get hit in the head. Whenever, whenever people like, yo, that was stupid, Rob, I'd be like, yo, you know, I, you know I've been smacked in the head like 50 times. <laughs> it's it's a permanent get out of jail for you. Yes, it is. Honestly, just play enough. <laughs> honestly, I might blame Jason for more of the hits than the NFL, but outside of that. Certainly hit you without a helmet. Yeah. You beat, up on, did you beat up on Travis growing up? Oh, yeah. Okay, of course, yeah. Okay. He he finally was able to hold his own 
in high school. But before that, it was just, uh, I mean. You already it, know, once you see once you see the bull eye to eye, man, it's a different fight. It was like the SEC versus, you know, uh, the uh, the uh, MAC conference. You know, it, was, it wasn't a, a fair fight, you know. It was, <laughs> Dave, you couldn't even give me, like, the, the Big Ten or the Big 12? Yeah. Man, shout out to the MAC, baby. Shout out to MAC. Did you guys play high school ball together at all? We did. We did. I was. I had the only time on the field was uh, me long snapping at the. I was about to say we talked we about special, special teams earlier. Travis was the long snapper, and I would punt. And uh, Travis was supposed to play my senior year. Some things went wrong. Was ineligible to play. Dude, I already so struggle enough in English. The fact that they made me take French was absolutely ridiculous. I had no chance from the jump. You were ineligible in high school. Yeah, we, we called it NL in Cleveland, Cleveland Heights, NL. Yeah. If you were Rob, NL, Travis, we gave it a nickname. Travis was ineligible to play both of my senior years, my senior year of high school and my senior Just, year. He loves chopping me down yeah. at the knees, dude. He it's asked me a question. Unbelievable, I this I'm, fucking guy. Right, did you, you, play, you, had to have played some, you had to play some high school ball with your brother. Yes, I did, actually. Um, my sophomore year in high school, my brother was, uh, he was a senior, and uh, it, was, it was the best year of all times. We loved so much nice. that uh, – we actually played together in college, and we both went to Arizona, and we got one year in together, actually, at the, at the U of A. And uh, it was the best time just having him around. I mean, we be, he used to beat the, you know, beat the crap out of me growing up. But then after, you know, you grow out of that stage, and we got to, like, middle school and high school, we became best buddies. And then uh, we just loved playing on the same team, and uh, we just had the same goal. And he was a beast. He was a beast. He was about 6'2", but he was, he was jacked. He was, like, 220, 230 in high school, and he played linebacker and fullback. And uh, he just used to drill mm. and level everyone, man. I know a guy like that. Yeah, I know a guy like that. He eventually moved to center because he couldn't play linebacker at this level. But oh, I, I thought you were talking about Sherman. I thought you were talking about <laughs> no, no. I'm talking, talking about you, you fucking bully. Um, yeah, Jason, so you actually hold on. I gotta ask, how the heck did you make it all the way to Arizona from Buffalo and PA? Man, I actually, someone just asked me that question actually today, uh, this morning when I was kicking my field goals up at the practice facility at Boston College. Right? You don't hear, you don't, you don't hear that all the yeah, time. Yeah, but, um, so my dad, he's in the fitness industry. He's been, uh, fitness, uh, retail and commercial. He's been, uh, selling, he's been in business for 33 years now. That uh, makes a lot of sense because yes. your then, dad uh, is still yoked. And then, yeah, and he is still yo. He's 62. He's in great shape. He works out every morning. He gets up. You, you got to work out every morning you get up, <laughs> you know, he loves it. He, he, working he can, loves taking his shirt off. 60, ain't no one look like me. <laughs> <laughs> He was peacocking at Grand Beach, baby. He was peacocking. And then his uh, his really good friend that he that he <laughs> met, uh, in the same industry, he met at one of the fitness conferences uh, when he when he just started, and uh, he went to the U of A and he became really good friends with the guy. And then uh, when it just became recruiting, he was like, "Hey, man, you gotta get your boys to U of A." And uh, so then he he was such a alumni there, so he hit up the coaches like, "Hey, we got this guy." that I know. So then I took a visit there and then it was my first visit actually uh, to go check out a college. And I was like, dang, so let's like, it's it. all over. I was like, this is where I'm going. I like, I don't even have to go anywhere else. This is way seen. better than Buffalo. <laughs> <laughs> so easy on the eyes out here. Yeah. So easy on the eyes. <laughs> everything, everything. <man. laughs> sure. A lot of sunlight out there. All righty. Before we get to more Gronk, we have a special message for anyone who's listening that also may be hiring. Look, you know, we know it. You know it. Finding the best candidate for your team can be a pain in the ass. Pain in the ass. That's why you need to let ZipRecruiter do the work for you. Work smarter, not harder. The powerful matching technology finds the right candidate just for you. 
You see someone who stands out? With ZipRecruiter, you can invite them to apply with one click. And if you think ZipRecruiter is just your basic job board, you know, you're wrong. It's an intelligent suite of thoughtful tools designed to make hiring easy. You can filter, review, rate candidates, all from one easy-to-use dashboard. That is correct. And in fact, four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Wow. When, yeah. When you're ready to build a winning team, let ZipRecruiter help you build that perfect roster, baby. You can try it free today at ZipRecruiter.com slash New Heights. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash N-E-W-H-E-I-G-H-T-S. ZipRecruiter. The smartest way to hire. All right now. All right now. See, I got you doing it too. You fucker. got me too. Let's go, man. I'm reeling everybody in, man. All right. Well, we just talked about getting drafted to the Patriots. Um, so you were part of one of the, obviously, I'm not one of, probably the best dynasty in the history of the NFL in New England. You know, what was it like walking into the facilities for the first time? Man. Yeah, I mean, it, it was definitely an honor just to, you know, continue that dynasty. I mean, walking at first, I mean, I mean, I was just a quiet guy. I mean, you know your rookie year. I mean. I knew that you, you can't, you don't really have much to say. What, what, I mean, I didn't even play the year before in college. I actually got hurt my junior year in college and then left early still and got drafted. And I was like, I don't even have any film. I haven't played football in a year. Uh, I was just, wow. just basically just shut up and listen and learn. I mean, I was like that for, you know, all the way until about halfway through my rookie year and still until I started opening up more, you know, feeling more comfortable with the playbook, feeling more comfortable with the guys around you. And you're kind of in awe, too, as a rookie. I mean, I got Tom Brady in there. I got Matt Light. Mm -hmm. You know, I got I got just that whole dynasty thing going on. And just you just sit in there like like in class like this, like, yes, sir. Yes. You know, like I got, that, I got just that. fall in line. Yeah. So yeah. Fuck just it fall up, in so. line <laughs> until, you know, until you make a little dent until you, until you gain that respect until you can start, you know, really raising your voice. You got to gain that respect. So uh, that's all I was trying to do my rookie year. And then about halfway through uh, my rookie year is when it, when it really started clicking and uh, started gaining the respect from like all your teammates and stuff. And then you can start opening up more, but, uh, I didn't really understand, yeah. like, what the Patriot way was either. Like, I, I knew, like, wherever I was going, I was going to just fall in line, like, be, be next up, you know, at first until I got my feet wet. But uh, I didn't really understand people, like, what's the Patriot way? I'm like, I'm like I don't know. It's my, it's my first NFL. Like, I don't even have time to worry about that. I got to worry about the playbook. I got to worry about what I'm doing uh, before I can yeah. think what the Patriot way is. Can oh, you yeah. do what, – so what is the Patriot way? In your words, what's the Patriot way? I mean – Everyone always asks that, man, like what, what's that is. And yeah. uh, I love Bill, like when he, when we, he all, we all want to know, man. Yeah, you guys want to football. It sounds so good, <laughs> but I don't know it, exactly. It sounds amazing. I mean, I would just make a generalization that the Patriot way is, is basically just literally walk in, fucking come with zero excuses, zero fucking excuses. If you come with an excuse, then get, then you're, get the fuck out. That's basically what it was. Um, yeah. It basically also was, you better show up to practice, better show up to practice and, and be ready to practice. Uh, no doubt about that. And also if you uh, don't fuck up an assignment, a mental game. So that, that's basically mm. sums it up right there. I mean, and if you do fuck up in the mental game, then you got another opportunity and you better not fuck it up the next time. So that, that basically describes it. I mean, right there. I mean, and, and don't cause a scene either, like about football. Like don't egg anything on. Don't add fuel to the fire, uh, that type of stuff. So that's kind of the generalization of, of what it was. Uh, if people ask, you know, 
that's that's kind of it right yeah now. okay all right what um what was it like meeting tom do you remember the first time you met him like no yeah, yeah, yes i was do. Like? so i was in the training room getting my uh my foot taped and uh my ankles taped or whatever and uh he comes up he's like hey i'm tom I was like, I was like, oh, <laughs> oh no way. <laughs> I was like, I got to play it cool too. I was like, I'm just going to introduce myself. I'm not going to be like, oh, big fan or anything. I was like, hey, I'm Rob, man. But it was just hilarious. It was like, yeah, Tom. Like, I know you're Tom, dude. <laughs> like, I'm in the facility. It's not like I'm meeting you somewhere else either. Like, I'm in the football facility. Right. And, then I, and then what was funny is like a couple years later, new rookies came in. And he still did it to new rookies. And I was just sitting there watching like their reaction. And they're like, they all get confused. You're like, he just introduced himself as Tom. That <laughs> <laughs> was a good scene to see. Yeah. That's how, you know, you're a, a next level superstar when you introduce yourself by your name and everybody's like, yeah, uh, we, we know who you are, man. Yeah, you, you don't got to say that anymore. Uh, yeah. Is there, so I don't know what led to you guys having like such great chemistry. Is it, was it just, you know, were you guys on the same wavelength? Uh, was it practice? Was it all the above? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, def- not the same wa- wavelength at first. I mean, at first, I thought he was out of control, man. I was like, this dude, this dude crazy. Like, like I just never seen <laughs> Really? Yeah, I never seen anyone. Like, In what way? Like, I was like, like, like a dickhead, like, kind of. I was like, he's like a coach. Like, I, like this isn't like my buddy, you know. Like, you're going into the NFL. You're, yeah. You're expecting it to be that. What's that movie with uh, Jamie Foxx as a quarterback? Um, <laughs> Sunday. Uh, any given Sunday, any baby. Any given Sunday. Like, I, that's, Sunday. in my mind, that's what I was expecting. That's, that's what I was expecting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm right there with you. Dude. Like, that's I'm how right I lived my first couple years in the NFL, too. Like, that's what I wanted. Like, the movie's tricky. Like, you think, you think everything's a movie. Every time. So, I'm like, man, you every this, time. Is, this isn't anything like any given Sunday. Like, I'm like, this guy, this guy's fucking yelling at me. I mess up just a tad bit. And the dude's yelling at me, like, get over there like a coach. He's yelling at me more. And um, and then it took me a little bit, you know, to to realize, like, what where it was coming from and and, and what the love was for. And uh, I, I kind of felt like he was more hard on me at first because I think he saw – some talent in me, man. I think he saw the opportunity that I had that was presented in front of me. And uh, every single day, man, after practice, he would make me stay. He would make me and like two other rookies stay. And he'd be like, we're getting on the same page. And uh, he'd be throwing pass after pass, route after route. I'm like, man, I just took first team. I took second team. And I took that. What's that, what's <laughs> oh, yeah, that, that rookie year reps ain't no fucking joke. And they keep everyone after the rookies and the like second year players. Um, what's that called again? Uh, the mini camp, the rookie mini camp. Oh yeah, yeah, the rookie mini camp. No, no, no. After practice, they bring they bring over the guy like to the other side of the field. Like, say it's joint training camp, and like we yeah we that might be the that might be the Patriot way. No, no, no it was ever. everywhere. It was like fundamentals or something. It was called like yeah, that. we call it we call it developmental. Yeah, that's what we call that it. one or something. Yeah. And uh, I did all that too, and then he'd be like, "No, you're staying after." And then boom, I'd be running ten routes with him after the practice too. Um, and then he would be calling me in the meetings. This is how I want you to run the route. This is, I don't ever want you to go around the guy here. Like it's a flag route. He goes, get outside of the guy when you run a corner. If you go inside, guess what? I'm never throwing you the ball. Uh, he just he was just always telling me the place you know. where he wanted to me to be. But there, I had so much going on that I freaking I freaking couldn't get it all down. Like I'm like, okay, I get I get no, it. You want it. me there, but like 
I can't get there. Like I just, I'm thinking way too much when you're thinking you're losing already. And I'm just thinking like, crazy. right. Ties the feet up. But, uh, and then I after mean, that, it kind of clicked. He caught you up to speed. Yeah. He caught me up yeah. to speed. His speed was ridiculous when you, when I first got there. And then after a couple oh. more practices, you know, going throughout the year, training camp, about halfway through my rookie season, everything started clicking. I was like, Oh, all right. Like, this is what he wants. Uh, this is where he wants yeah. me to be. Uh, this is how he wants me to run the route and everything. And then, Going into my second year, I was ready for it. I was like, oh, shit, I got this game down to a science now. Not yeah. like DC, but I got it down. And then we worked in the offseason. And then going into training camp, just after practice every day, yo, let's go. Uh, let's get on the same page. Uh, so you were, getting on, you were getting on him? Did, was there ever a day he forgot? You were like, hey, yo, Tom, we got to throw. Yeah, there, no, no, no. I never said that. <laughs> <laughs> the day he forgot, I said, oh, I was like, oh, I was like, oh, thank you. His kids are here. Because then he would run over to his kids. I'm like, oh, thank you, kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny you it. say that about Tom because um, we had a joint practice against you guys, I think in 13 or 14 uh, with the Eagles. And that was the one thing everybody talked about after the first practice was in seven-on-seven seven, team drills. Like, he's yelling at guys, like, no, 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 line up right here, like, while the play's still going on. And that was the one thing everybody mentioned, was just, like, how much control he asserted over the entire offense. Mm-hmm. Um, as well as the other thing I remember from that training camp was um, uh, Brandon Spikes uh de a right guard, trying to block him on, like, a uh, a toss play. And, uh, and then we're, okay, boys, we got to strap up. All right, there we go. <laughs> No, yo, Brandon Spikes was a scary player, man. That's one dude in practice. I'd be like, yo, Spikes, I got you. I'm blocking you this play. I ain't gonna block you though. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna put my hands up, man. That, that's when he We're about to union this up. We're about to union this up real yeah, quick. Yeah, we, we we had a few, and I, that was one of the there's a few linebackers that stand out that were like hard hitters since I've been in the league. Like they're like, Man, that guy brings it. And I think he's probably number one. I mean, when he came downhill. It was ridiculous. He, dude, he's number one by far. I ain't lying. <laughs> he's number one by far, man. He used, he can lay the wood. And what's crazy, he was one of those players, man, in the weight room. He goes in, 225 on the bench. He'll put it up one time and then rack in and be like, what? that's all I got. Dude, he wasn't even weight room strong or nothing. He just had that it factor, man. It was, it was, it was just natural. It was scary. Just that natural it factor, man. You stay away from those guys. I, I always do. I'm like, I don't want my- <laughs> Hey, man. These spikes, I'll run around on you, but I ain't going to hit you in the blocking game, boy. When he wasn't even like – half the time he wasn't even trying to make a ta- – like on that play, he decleated Todd like yep. – Todd wasn't even trying to block him. He was just like, aggressively <laughs> playing his gap. That dude is just aggressively he playing his gap. He just wanted to lay someone out, man. That's all. God, I love playing with guys like that. Oh, my God. Oh, the best he team ever. Him. The best guys ever. Right? Team. <laughs> all right, we got to ask you this while we're still on the, uh, the Patriots. Um, you know, I've always been fascinated by Bill. Because, you know, you see these assistants kind of go everywhere. And for some reason, it doesn't pan out for a lot of them. What, like, what is it that's unique about Bill that allows him to get the most out of his players? Like, he, I think on the surface, everybody thinks of him like this hard-ass, like, old school. And, and that probably is what he is. But I feel like there's got to be something else that makes him unique as opposed to it just being the Patriot way or the system. Like, there's got to be something about Bill. Oh, right? yes, definitely. No doubt about it. I mean, he's definitely a unique coach for sure. And uh, I, I, I truly think he's I definitely one of the best coaches of all time, if not the best coach of all time. I mean, once I understood, you know, once I understood the playbook and everything, I understood my role going in my second, third, 
you know, fourth year, I, I was always dependent on him. You know, I was dependent on Coach uh, Belichick of, of giving us the game plan. I mean, he always hit it right on right on the money, and he was always one step, two steps in front of everyone, like a new rule change. Oh, yeah. He would come in, he would show the new rule change. He'd be like, this is what's going on. This is how you can, you know, work around it. You know, it's going to come up eventually mm. by end of this year. And then, like, three games later, that rule that rule change will come into effect, and our whole team would understand the rule, and the other team wouldn't. Was ready. And that that would just be an advantage right there. Hey, 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 yeah. you can't do that. Yeah. You can't do that. Yes, yes exactly. I can. And that's, that's what made him so unique. And also – he was just all, he always put us in a great position to win games. I mean, he he knew the game of football like no one knows. He knows every single position, what it takes uh, at every position. He put his guys in the right position week in and week For out. Sure. I mean, yes, I mean half the time the game plan. I mean, I would be wide open. It's not like I was I was making people miss or, or getting open at one on one coverage. I would just be wide open because he understood their scheme. He understood how to get past the linebackers, where I'm where I have to be in order, you know, just to get the ball, just to be wide open and just Tom dump it to me. So just the way that he studied, uh, the way that he knows the game, the way that he puts his players in the best position possible, the way that he knows the rules of the game too as well. He knows every rule inside and out. He can name that whole rule book from freaking numeral one to numeral like 1000, however thick that rule book is. But, uh, right now. and he just loves football too. He's, he's in that office about 12 hours a day, just studying up and making sure everyone's assignment. Everyone is assignment sound as well. Yeah, nice. that's huge, man. He's a defensive coach. I know. Um, and he's on, he's on, uh, he's told everybody about your skill set. how obviously everybody sees the speed, they see the size, but he was mentioning the catch radius. Um, is there like obviously that that lit up for me? I was like, man, I didn't realize how long this dude's arms are, how high he can jump. Like, I didn't realize how big of a radius that is for a guy running across the middle of the field. Is there anything that he's given you specifically? I know he's a defensive coach, but is there anything he really gave you that like opened your mind and opened your eyes on the on the game or the position? Yes, yes. Uh, actually, it was one time. Uh... I was kind of like every time I went for a ball, I wasn't really, uh, wasn't really, uh, I was reaching out like, and the DBs would hit my forearms. I mean, that's never going to get called when they, when a DB comes and swipes your arm down, like it's just football. I mean, it, it's like yeah. a little pass interference, but like, it's just not going to get called. And you got to understand that in the game. The bang, bang play. Yeah. And he, and he started, he started just, um, amplifying on me, emphasizing that I got to use my body more and I got to shield them out and I got to fight back. Uh, and then, uh, it was in practice one time in a couple games and, uh, he just showed me, you know, chop them down, use your body, use your leverage, put your shoulder into them. So then when the ball comes, they can't reach to me. They can't hit my forearms. Uh, cause he can see that he can see that he's like, even if you're covered, you just do that. You're open. You know, he was just putting the, confidence, size, putting baby. the confidence inside me cause he sees it. It's pretty wild. I mean, yeah, I don't think he ever, he never played in the NFL. I think he, I'm pretty sure he played college football, but like it's incredible because it's someone that never really had that talent to play in the NFL. He can see that talent like no other. And he sees what it takes just to, you know, get that extra inch in order to make that play or to win the game. And uh, that's, that's one thing that stood out. And then uh, in a couple games, I remember I swatted the guy down, used my body shoulder right there, you know, Mm -hmm. on, a, on a smaller guy and then the ball comes, he can't get around me. He can't oh, yeah. reach. I make the catch, even though yeah. the guy's literally on my back, but it didn't matter. I was still open. Dude. It's oh. like Shaq posting up in the paint dog. 
You can't. There ain't nobody get that rock with Shaq, man. Oh, man, <laughs> I love Shaq, man. Shaq posting up in the paint. I mean, that that dude is just ridiculous, man. I love Shaq's game. I love watching him. Absolute beast. Beast for sure. What um, Do you think it would be a surprise if Tom ends up back there? I, I know we're still on this season. Yeah, no. But I think that you see all the rumors. Oh man, there's rumors he was going to the 49ers. There's rumors he's going back to Tampa. And uh, but they're yeah. actually it's only between the 49ers, Tampa, and and uh, New England right now from from what the media aspect. But uh, I would 100% be surprised if he went back to New England. Uh, no doubt. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it, it would be. It'd be nuts. I mean, that would be a crazy story. But I mean, I, yeah, I just possible. don't see. I just don't really Dude. see that happening. But uh, but you never know. Bron went I'm back not, to Cleveland. I'm, I'm just I'm just Bron went back to Cleveland. My analyst, uh, my analyzing skills out there, and uh, I think you know that would be a tough shot for him him to go back to New England. No, all right, I hear you. But it's open. What uh, it's right, open sorry. though. A tough shot. All right, we know that. We know that. We know that shooting open. out of the woods <laughs> in, in the golf game and, and, and hitting it. That's, that's a <laughs> it can be done. Yeah. But <laughs> um, all right. We asked everybody on this show. Uh, so we'll ask you, do you have like an, Oh shit. Like we talked about Brandon spikes. Like, uh, do you have like an, Oh shit moment of like being in the NFL? Yeah. Yeah, I do. Um, I do. It was my rookie year. Yeah. He's upset. Yeah, I do. And, uh, it was practice and, uh, it was that plot. It was that play where, uh, you know, it's called a wham block. It's like you, you as a center. Oh yeah. Yeah. You let go of the defensive tackle. He's running free into the backfield. He's like, oh, I'm, and then I come across. Tight ends love that. Play. Yeah, I love oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, so, the, so they do it on purpose. I, I know they did it on purpose. I'm in training camp as a rookie and, uh, Vince Wolfork. I mean, clearly. He- oh, my yes. gosh. I was just yes. about to say it had to be Wolfork. That, that, <laughs> that dude, he knew it was coming. And, not- and that's not the guy to do it on because he is, he was smart. He's not an upfield guy. He's it's not about upfield. It's about, dude, he was smart. I remember playing that guy. He knows everything that's happening. He, I guarantee he knew. He's like, okay, there's a tight end off the ball right here. I know exactly what's coming. But yeah, I, exactly. I also think yeah. they told him. Because I was like trying to prove oh. myself, and I'm just freaking running into everyone. They're like, "Let's see." I know what they were doing. I think they told them, "Yo, yo, Gronk is gonna try to wham black you. Let's see what he's all about. We're letting you know. Light him up." So, <laughs> oh my god! So no he way. goes like steps two feet, playing it like he doesn't know. I'm coming full speed, and I was like, "I gotta prove oh myself. My like this is wild." And dude, that dude lowered his shoulder and just. Gave me the biggest hit of my career. I went flying back back four yards and he just started celebrating. But everyone came up to me and they were like, you know something? No one else would run into that guy and you just did it. And I was like, that's right. That's right, baby. Way to fucking fucking send it, Rob. Way to send it, baby. Oh, I love that. Man, Vince Wolfor, I can only fucking imagine running into that dude. Dude. Dude, he was dude, especially if he knows prime, you're coming. In his prime too, you watch his highlight, you're like, dude, he looks like a receiver out there running at, at like three fifty. <laughs> it was outrageous. It was outrageous. It was. Uh, He's got more picks than uh, some of the DBs do. Yeah, he does. He would drop into coverage as a three hundred and fifty pound. He, he was a beast, man. Dude was a beast. All right, well, we got to bring uh, we got to bring up the the tight end talk. Um, Trav broke a tight end record this year. 
or uh, I don't know if it was a tight end record or if it's just a regular record, but four touchdowns on 25 yards, one of the most buns records fucking of bun. all times. Like, <laughs> Tutties like, with no fucking more touch, More touchdowns <laughs> than Dude. yards per reception. <laughs> just but immediately come right after any record that you or him break, you get the comparison. It's like Kobe versus LeBron. Like the moment one of you two do something, automatically the the uh, congregation for the other tight end is immediately on social media and the comparisons begin. Um, is it is an, is it annoying to you guys to constantly be compared to each other? Or I don't know. What's that like? It's it's go ahead, Rob. It's your question. All right. I, I mean, oh my gosh. I mean, first of all, I mean, beginning in my career, I mean, you know, with Travis going, you know, having his first thousand yard season and all that. And I'm having thousand yards, and he's he's coming on the scene because I was about two years ahead. And obviously, I mean, you're young, you got that juice. I'm competing. I'm like this. I'm like this. Mo- this mofo. Like this guy ain't taking my spot. Like like you amped up my game for sure. I mean, at that age, you're on the lookout for this stuff. I mean, you care at that. I mean, oh, yeah. you care big time. I'm like this guy ain't taking my spot. And and then he does it again the next year. I'm like, all right, this guy's for real though. Like and then it's it's pissing me off. I'm like he's trying to take my number one spot. And I can tell. And, uh, and, and then, you know, over the last, I mean, I, I, and then you did it again. And then I started to appreciate it. I'm like, oh man, this guy's, this guy's a real deal. I mean, Travis is a real deal for sure. I mean, he's putting up thousand yards every year, all these catches, touchdowns, all that good stuff. He's leading the offense. Um, and like I said, it made me amp up my game. I'm like, I can't slack one bit. Like you always got someone coming for you. You always got someone better, better than you coming, you know, right behind your tail. And uh, you definitely helped my game uh, big time because, I mean, without that push, I mean, you're, you're never going to get better. And then um, that one year, oh, yeah. you broke my uh, the receiving yard record. I was like, the whatever, 1,300 yards, and you got like 1,400 yeah. or something. And Kittle did too, and I was like, these, Kittle I smoked me 45 minutes later, he got me. These motherfuckers. I was like, yeah, I was like oh, I got to get back out on the field. I got to get back out, you know? And then uh, – but, you know, when you're that age, I mean, the, I, you got that thrill in you and all that. It definitely was a challenge to me. I mean, it, and without that challenge, I mean, I don't think I would have been as, you know, as developed as, as I was and as competitive as I was for sure. But, um, you know, over the last year now, you know, I see you just doing your thing. I mean, you, what, you got seven 1,000-yard seasons in a row. You had over 100 catches this year. I mean, it's just now it's just I'm appreciating your greatness, man, what you're doing for the position you know, at first you want to be the highest paid tight end. I mean, your ego's in the game. And uh, at first, yeah. I mean, and I mean, I'm glad that, it, you know, it, it's out the window now. And that, it makes me appreciate what you're doing as well, man. You're getting the tight ends on the map. Uh, you, you got, you're actually, you're making, I don't know, 17 or whatever you're making this year. And I still think you're underpaid for sure. I mean, you probably have more yards than the, the any receiver the past five years, even Devonte Adams. And he's making like 29, 30 a year. So it's just great what Man. you're doing, putting everyone on the map as well, and and can just continuing that position to greatness. But there is one t- record that I do not want to see broken. Now, I would probably be bummed Dude. for about a week. So this year was probably my go. Which one? And is it was it, baby? The, and it's the touchdown record, man. That's the only dude, record. I don't know if it'll ever that, be touched, dude. That's the only record where I'm still proud of. You can beat you, like, you beat the hundred yard games, which I knew that was going to happen. I mean, you're going to beat that for sure. I mean, I. I I was like, it's greatness. I mean, you're doing great. But I'm like, that touchdown record, you were at 12 this year. That's mine. Like, <laughs> this is my best run it, at it, dude. This will probably be my last best run It started off hot. It started off hot. Dude, started off yeah. real hot. I thought about 
week 10, I thought, man, I got a chance to at least touch it. Maybe not <laughs> get more than 17, but I got a chance to at least touch it. Yeah. Not a fucking chance. And that year alone, man, because that was before all these RPO game, because that's where I get a lot of my catches are off these RPOs and stuff like that. The year you had with the with the Patriots, I think it was 2011. No, yeah, 2011, yeah, 2000, 2011 man, you – took the league by storm baby led the entire league in touchdowns that, sh- that had to feel lovely getting in the zone every game dude, like that dude. it was literally i literally lived my life like that movie that we were talking about in 2000 <laughs> it, i don't i don't Willie think Beeman. it could ever be you know repeated it was it was just wild that mindset that i had i mean i was so beat up to tell you the truth it was incredible how beat up i was i had, i was swollen my elbows were swollen every week. I had like bursar sacks broken. I didn't do one single. Jeez, I didn't do one bursus, man. People don't realize you didn't do any treatment. Dude, I, I didn't know do what any treatment. Was my first two years. <laughs> it was. Like were you cold subbing it at least? Yeah, were you like sauning it up? Blood. Were you getting some blood flow? Yeah, just some once in a while, some cold tub, man. I I didn't really know, man. It was it was let me after the game, let me party, let me you know pound some beer, yeah, numb. From that, and uh, that's the way yeah. it is when you're young, though. When you're young, it's like, hey, you feel invincible. I, right? it, I was feeling 100%. invincible on the field as well. It was like, yo, just give me the ball, man. I'm just gonna run full speed. I don't care. I'm I'm taking these huge, massive hits, and it was weird. It was like it was one of those years where I couldn't even feel pain. It was just a blessing to be out on the field and be in that mindset. <laughs> and yeah, it was just feed me. I'm gonna. It was weird. It was just feed me. It's like Tom. I'm gonna get open in the red zone no matter what. That mindset, man was just incredible i was 22 years old and it just was the best <laughs> year ever dude it really was owning it yeah well i'll tell you what brother I, I appreciate what you said i want i don't want time to fly by and me not say i appreciate that but i uh i definitely have been chasing your greatness ever <laughs> since that year man even because that was the year that i actually switched to tight end was the yeah. year that you took the fucking lead by storm. And I was like, I want to be that fucking guy. He looks like he's having a fuck ton yeah. of fun. And he's <laughs> owning everybody in the National Football League. I want to be that guy. And, um, yeah, dude, I've, I've been chasing your greatness ever since. Obviously still chasing it, trying to get to 17. Could all, I still fell nah, five yeah, short, man. You ain't getting that one. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to have to come back right. and try to, you know, try to get that back. <laughs> Coming out of retirement again. Yeah, come Screw out. this. <laughs> no, I'm only playing in the from the 40-yard line in. Sign me a contract. Pay me whatever you think I'm worth from 40 yards and in. And, and- well, you better watch what you say, dog. There's a there's probably 32 teams that'll take that contract right now, dude. You better watch out. Yeah, there is. I <laughs> <laughs> um, Did you so like Trav? Obviously, he's talked about it in the show and just said, but he's looked up to you. Were there any tight ends when you first came in the league that you modeled your game after? Yeah, big time. I was actually thinking of that before we came on. I was like, oh, this is definitely going to be brought up, but. uh I mean, I loved Tony yeah. Gonzalez when I was growing up. I mean, just the way he played the game. He, TG. He, he was the model as um as the tight end. But obviously, yeah. uh, but there was one guy that I was like, that is exactly who I'm going to be. You can ask my brother. I go, he's crazy. This guy's crazy. 
He's partying all the time. He gives he gives no cares. Shocking. And just take a guess who it was. You know, we were we were Jeremy Shocking. Jeremy Shocking. Yeah. yeah! I really oh, fucking love my favorite. Trav, Damn. you love Shocky yeah. too. That's who doesn't amazing. love some Shocky, baby? Yeah. How can you not you get that ball and trucking the fuck yeah. out of safety? Losing his helmet, still running, fighting people, and but my favorite story about not him. just lose his helmet and keep running, lose his helmet and keep yeah. trucking. Like yeah. he's still head using down. that head down. I'm still running. <laughs> Yeah. Hair's going crazy. Yeah, he, he was just a monster. But my favorite story, why I loved him so much, too. I mean, that was coming out of the U as well. And the U was just so much like just energy, you know? Oh, yeah. You just love oh, that energy. Felt, yeah. And uh, the best Swagger part about football at that time. I was in college, freshman year, and this article came out about came out about Jeremy Shockey, how he's getting carried out of a stretcher in Vegas at a pool party because he's dehydrated. And uh, I was, I literally saw the article. I ran over okay. all my buddies. I go, this is why I love this guy. Like, he's, he's going <laughs> to be like this guy right here. That's who <laughs> he gets it. Yeah, he gets it. Yeah. <laughs> he, was, he was any given Sunday in that thing, baby. He's really beaming, man. Yeah, he was. That's cool. Uh, That's what, um, yeah, I don't even know. I can't even follow anything up with that. Uh, <laughs> Jay Shockey, how much baby. how much so one of the re- i kind of botched this earlier when i asked how many tight ends were taken the year you were drafted but the reason i kind of asked that on the spot was there were five tight ends taken bef- from the first round of the third pick and earlier in travis's draft and i can't help but think that there were that many tight ends selected that early because of what you were doing in the league at the time do you like I feel like the tight end position, like you Oh yeah. I mean I mean maybe you want to throw in Tony, but I feel like you really elevated what league wide teams thought about what the Jimmy tight end Graham could was do. Do, Jimmy Graham was in there too. Yeah, Jimmy Graham, thank you. Yeah, so I just think that like, you know, you were one of the those guys that elevated what the league thought of the tight end position. So yeah. How has the tight end position changed uh since you've been in the league? Oh, I, I think it has changed tremendously actually, especially spreading the game out wide. I mean, I started going out wide a little mm-hmm. bit. I was doing it in college, actually. My junior year, it was a whole package to go out wide all the time in college. But then, unfortunately, I got hurt. But, uh, yeah, with that draft class, man, I'm telling you that I, I mean, I was part of one of the best draft classes, I would say, in NFL history. Uh, just, yeah. you know, and, and one of my colleagues who I played with for, you know, yeah, I will just say I played with him for those, those you know, two, three seasons. And uh, I think we just took that elevation to the next level, especially having a oh, yeah. two tight end set. I mean, no one's really ever done that before and never brought that attention to the tight end position. And then also you had Jermaine Gresham, who had a great career in Cincinnati. You had Jimmy Graham, who was just absolutely putting up numbers as well. Um, mm-hmm. we had, and then we had a couple other good, solid players that played and were putting up stats like 600, 700 yard games, just just tight ends that were drafted in the third, fourth, fifth round that year as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, I thought it was one of the best draft classes ever for tight ends. But just to be able to put the tight end position on the map, I mean, that was one of my goals, man, for real. Like, I wanted to. Like, I I always saw that the tight end position was, you know, wasn't like, you know, didn't really get recognized, you know, what, what right. the greatness that it brings to the table. And uh, if you have a good tight end now, I mean, that's what every team is now going for. I mean, and it's really difficult to find a you know a solid you know tight end that that can go out there and, and produce. I mean, it's hard. I mean, to be bigger and uh, to to be able to run you know past DB or safety. I mean, they're smaller than you. And then also you got these athletic linebackers you got to get by. 
uh, it's a it's a difficult task. So that was definitely one of my goals. I even told Coach Ferentz, he was uh, he's the offensive coordinator, Brian Ferentz for Iowa. Now he was my tight end coach for his two years, and I was oh wow, awesome. I'm gonna put I'm gonna put the tight ends on the map, baby. And he's like, oh, that's like, sweet. Uh, you, you, you're never gonna get past Jason Witt, and he he's just saying this to get me going. I was like, wow. yeah, yeah. <laughs> going into my second year, I knew it too. Going into my second year, it was weird. I just knew. I was like, watch, I'm going to break every single record this year. I'm ready. Stars were aligned. Yeah, it was, man. And it just happened, man. And it was just a great feeling to to put everyone on the map. I signed a pretty, pretty good deal, too. That was the biggest of the time. Yes, at the time. But uh, it was definitely an honor to do that. And it was was one of my goals in life when I got to the NFL to do that as well. Uh, Definitely a lot of hard work and uh, and that crazy mindset that I had at, at the beginning of my career. But it's just cool now to see, like, you know, Travis, you're, you're continuing that now. You're taking it to a whole nother level. Um, it's not just like myself. Jimmy Graham did it as well. Um, and it helps mm-hmm. just our group out as a whole. I mean, the tight end position got no respect ever. I mean, yeah, you had Tony G, you had Antonio Gates, and then it was no one else, yeah. you know? Like, so then they didn't even get the respect that, that they should have been really getting. But right. uh, just the way that we're bringing it to the table now, you got a Super Bowl ring. I mean, Shockey got a Super Bowl ring with the Saints. Um, I mean, Kittle's doing a great job. He's he's putting the 49ers on the map. I mean, I believe oh, that yeah. if you want a good offense, Kittle, baby. you want a good offensive system, you better find a tight end that can play ball and uh, get you some plays. Well, I'm speaking right of that, as the two, uh, I guess, OGs of the new type of tight end, are there any young guys right now in the league that both of you look at and you're like, they're kind of on the horizon, guys that maybe even people don't even know about? Oh, wow. is that tough? Um, I would, yeah, because you never, you never know how guys, you know, transition. Well, you said, I, I feel like the yeah. first, the first years, they got to start doing something first to prove that they're, yeah, I mean, yeah, kind of on the map. There's really, a, there's a bunch of young talent. I don't now. even really know know that many young tight ends right now. Um, I mean, the, only the guy from Tampa because I watched Tampa a little bit. Um, shit, I, I can't. Mm-hmm. What's his name again? The the one that they took in the uh, fourth round. I, I know exactly who you're talking about. Dapped him up. He's a great guy. He is. Can he I, is. I cannot um, remember his name. So Oh, man. Kate Otten. That's what it is. Kate Otten. I think he's pretty decent Kate for Otten. the Bucks. But other than that, I don't even know of a rookie tight end that's that's doing anything. I mean, you got Kyle Pitts. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, I feel like he's just – he's kind of like – he's kind of like a, a tweener. Like, I, I don't think like, – yeah. yeah. He's a tweener. He's, you're, he's not sure if he's a tight end. He's not sure if he's a receiver. And if you get his game down – I think he's got, uh, you know, he's super athletic, but crazy upside, I, yeah, crazy upside. But I think you have to figure out how to use his upside for him to be successful. And this year, one hundred percent, they they he downgraded because the, that new coaching staff or whatever don't doesn't know how to use his talents because he's not exactly Man. a tight end. He's not exactly a receiver. So how do you use his talents? Is the question. Right. That's a great point, man. And I'll tell you what, I'm thankful that I got a great coach <laughs> that can use yeah, Andy's pretty good at that. Yeah, he's pretty damn good <laughs> yeah. at that. Yeah, it's, it's actually my whole career is Andy Reid. Um, <laughs> Mine, yeah. Tom Brady, well, and Bill Belichick. Uh, <laughs> all right now. All <laughs> hey. right now. Not a bad combo. Um, <laughs> let's move on to uh, Brobacks, baby. We are all brothers here in the NFL. We got both two sets of brothers. You, your brothers also played in the league. Um, we've told some wild stories of uh, what it was like for us growing up and playing sports, uh, being crazy, competitive, breaking every single window that we had in the house. Uh, what was it like growing up being one of five? 
you know, it was amazing. Like that had to be. Like you just said, I feel like I feel like we've had the same childhood and uh, kind of breaking windows, football getting thrown around the house, kickball, whatever it was. But um, I truly believe that helped me get to where I am now. And I would say it was probably the same for you guys because you guys, it didn't matter what age you were. I mean, Jason being bigger than Travis, but he was probably playing with you and all your friends and whatever yep. competition it Vice was. Vice versa, yeah. And that's how it was, man. Like that mini hockey. We lit, lit mini sticks. You know what that's called. Yes, mini, mini sticks. sticks. You guys, oh, that's what I'm talking about, baby. That's oh, where it all starts. That's man. where it all starts. I mean, the mini sticks, just being competitive <laughs> there. I mean, you don't want to lose when you're a kid. That's it epic. doesn't matter if it's your brother, your friend. Uh, and it was just the best time. I mean, full out hits, mini sticks hitting chins. Uh, we've had, we had my little brother go to the hospital cause he got stitches right across his chin on, um, on Christmas oh my Eve. Gosh. but, uh, I actually, just, go, baby. I actually just went back to Buffalo and, uh, my brother built, uh, he has four kids. He built a mini stick arena. And what, what did I do? I went right down this there, is... put the goalie pads on my dude. knees. So then I can sit on my knees. I was knees. about to say, you can't get on the knees anymore. <laughs> There's no way. Oh, no, dude. You know, <laughs> the goalie pads on. I'm in a big, big net and they're all shooting at me. And I put the helmet on and the gloves. <laughs> my knees were protected and I'm just sitting there just bringing back childhood memories, it. man. It was the best. It was just mayhem. Dude, yeah. I, I loved it, man. My childhood was so awesome, man. I loved it. That was one of our uh, highlights too. Is when Big Ed, our dad, uh, built the mini stick arena in the basement. Uh, plywood, baby. got a bunch of like plywood for boards. We were checking each other into it, going nuts. Mini sticks was where it was at growing up, dude. The um, absolute best, man. But um, you you and your brothers are are up to something nowadays. You guys got your uh, your ice shaker. You guys invented the ice shaker. Yeah. Why don't you tell us a little bit about it? Oh yeah, yeah, man. Check it out. I got the Christmas themed ice shaker right here. It's beautiful. Nice. But my brother Chris, he's kind of a genius. I mean, he went to Arizona with me, and uh, I swear he was in the business school, and he never studied. He'd go and just get like an A, and I'd I'd be like, that's that's incredible. He he was just a genius like that. But uh, <laughs> he played three years in the league uh, as the fullback position, and then after he left, uh, he created the business ice shaker. He's just like. You know, he was, he was using other protein shakers and they would smell like the plastic ones and stuff. And then uh, yeah. he created that and uh, he's just been doing a good job, just improving it every single year. He's about six years deep now into it. Um, and he's a great he's a great example. Actually, all my brothers are from uh, I mean, you can struggle big time going from an athlete, you know, to the next phase of your life. And it's great that you guys are doing this podcast because then it helps set up like what, what to do, you know, activities to do after you're done playing and all that. And my brother, especially Chris, I mean, all my brothers have done a great job, but Chris started this business, Ice Shaker. It kept him busy right away, and uh, he's just been improving it every single year. And we went on Shark Tank with it, and then A-Rod bought in, and then I bought out A-Rod. He made about triple his money when I bought when I bought out A-Rod, so that was a good investment. For hey, all right, A-Rod. Yeah, yeah. I see you, big yeah, guy. A-Rod. So <laughs> now I'm a part of it. You know, I just do like... I'm kind of like just a spokesperson for it, you know, kind of market for him, you know, use my social media. I, you know, do do some, go to some events for him as well. But uh, it's just really cool just to see how well he's doing and also how, you know, he made his family a part of it. And uh, just, it's very successful. And um, he's just, you know, trying to take it to the next level every single week. Dude, I think, I think we might, is Ice Shaker a New Heights sponsor now? Yeah, you know. Hey. Hey. Hey, get it? You're being worth. Hey, it could Speaking be. But I, existence. I, got, I got some ice shakers for you guys. I'm going to send you guys someone as well. This, Hell yeah! I'm gonna need, yeah, yeah, that's baby. what I'm talking about. They're coming. They're coming to you guys. I mean, it, it's a great. He's got to- many different sizes. Uh, he's got gallon jugs now, half gallon. Keeps your drink warm for 30 plus hours, or if you want to go out. Party, oh, nice. It. it doesn't matter, but 
he does a great job with it and he works hard with it as well. So you guys got some custom ones coming uh, next week. They'll be there. Let's Hell go, yeah. baby. That's we appreciate awesome. it, dog. Thank you. Um, so we're on a podcast, and we got to do a Mount Rushmore, man. My brother did uh, Philly Legends. We had uh, Jalen Hurts do his favorite QBs. Uh, Pat did uh, Pat Mahomes did wide receiver QB combo duos. You were definitely on that one, my friend. So for your Mount Rushmore, we wanted to uh, bring it brother style. Four out of your five brothers play in the NFL. Um, who is on your NFL brothers Mount Rushmore? Not including. Not including. The Kelsey's the or Gronkowski's. Yeah. All right. All right. Dang. That, that's a question. You need, you need some – uh... that's, that's a great question right there. Um, I mean, I'm going to probably put them number one right now. I mean, th- I mean, they're just tearing up the defensive side of the ball. I'm going to go with the Watt brothers. I mean, J.J. Watt. Yeah, got to. <laughs> got to put the Watt brothers there, man. And now his brother, T.J. Yep. Watt, over at the Steelers, winning, winning MVP, um, defensive MV- MVP. They both signed Rogue. They both topped each other with, with their deals that they signed, you know, putting it out there. Yep. So they're, they're just beasts. They go full speed every single play. And then they had another brother as well that was a fullback. Um, yeah, well. so, TJ. So I got to put them number In one, Pittsburgh, man, yeah. especially on the defensive side. They're by far number one. And uh, how many and how many brothers are we picking? How many people are going up on Mount Rushmore? Three. We need three more. Three, three more. more. Right. Three more. And then I'm gonna three go, more. Who you got for us? I'm going to go with the McCourty twins. You know, they don't really get a uh, little bias, a little bias, but yeah, Dude, yeah. They, were, I, I, <laughs> they never had an easy day going up against Rutgers. them. I can promise you that. Rutgers guys, uh, I played with Devin. I mean, he's been, he's been with the Patriots for 12 years now. Then his brother joined us. We, we actually won a Super Bowl together when we beat the Rams in Atlanta. And uh, both, oh, yeah. both of the brothers were on the team. Uh, they're, they're kind yeah. of like under the radar players. I mean, don't get as much press as, as everyone else, but they're great players. Great. Uh, and they both have yeah. a Super Bowl. Um, Man, yeah, just throw me out some more names, just and they'll, it'll just. Well, we got uh, we got the Mannings. Yeah. We got uh, okay, the Bennett brothers. Yeah, I was about to say two, your two, your teammates oh, as well. Okay, yeah, there's Mike and Martellus. We got Rondé Tiki Barber, Chris and Kyle Long, Chris and Kyle Long. Oh my God, the uh, See, this is what I mean. You're reminding di- me the Diggs. Now this is Shannon, well, we got, Shannon we, and we got a whole Sharp. list. Yeah, yeah we, we got we, <laughs> we get the read. Not, we get the oh man, we do have a whole list. Holy crap! Oh man, I'm just glad the first two that popped up, the Bosa brothers. So I wasn't the baby. Oh no, it's your it's your Mount Rushmore. But, you're, but your you Mount said it Rushmore. right. We're gonna have to put the Manning brothers on it for sure. I mean, 100. percent I mean, they're both Super Bowl champions. I mean, they both won what two Super Bowls each, right? It's two Super Bowls yeah. each, and uh, they're they're Mount Rushmore for after football as well. They're both in every commercial. They got the Omaha Productions uh, going yeah. on as well. Omaha, so man. they're Mount Rushmore by far. You got to have the QBs on there. They, they've changed the game. Both of them have changed the game in, in many aspects of it as well. So the Manning brothers, and then, um, man, my last pair of, bro- of brothers. Ooh, man, it's a tough one, man. This is a tough one. A tough man. one. The last one's always the hard one. Is, hardest one there's, there's a lot. You just start naming off everyone. I like the, I like the Edmonds. You know, the guy, the linebackers right now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, These guys are still playing. They're still playing. They they, they, got to prove themselves way more, you know. And uh, I respect it. All right. I'm going to go with the what you said. I'm going to go with the Bennett brothers, the Bennett's. I won the Super Bowl when uh, when Martellus was on the team uh, here. Marty, yeah. When uh, when we beat Atlanta. And then uh, also I'm going to go with with the other Bennett because when we beat when uh, not Martellus, but uh, B, what's his first name? Mike. Michael. Michael, Michael Bennett. Bennett yes. Yeah. Uh, when we beat him in Seattle, I actually got in a brawl with him 
after the game. Like what the I remember that one. Was that at the uh Yeah was that I on the, uh, the QB Neal, right? On the QB Neal and me and him just started going oh after gosh. and I was throwing I remember him that now. So me hitting him <laughs> hitting him with that haymaker and winning a Super Bowl with with Martellus puts them into Mount Rushmore. Mount <laughs> Rushmore <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, baby! I love it. I love that Gronk style, baby. That's, That's a hell of a Mount Rushmore. That's a hell of a brother's Mount Rushmore. I'll tell you what. All righty, we got a uh, one of our other segments. No dumb questions, just dumb people. Just uh, dumb. one of our favorite segments that we do every week, where we get to uh, be dumb people. We take questions from the fans who uh, it could be football related, might not be football related. Uh, this one, most of them are football related though. All right, our most recent one is best animal if properly trained. To play football and a position. Oh man! I went elephant. Travis went gorilla. I went gorilla, baby. Right. You can go. I'm going. You can go bird. Oh, I know. I go, know. Uh, I know what I'm thinking. I, I got it down. All right. What you thinking about? I'm gonna go with a dinosaur. Yeah. What? <laughs> oh we my didn't gosh. even think of this. Do, God we, didn't think yeah. we didn't think extinct. We didn't think extinct. You didn't give any rules. He just, he, no rules apply. Right. I'm not gonna lie. So you're right. I'm we gave you the rules that we were given, and you took it to another level. Yeah. God which damn. which dinosaur? Uh, probably like uh, I would just go with the big bad one, the T Rex baby. T Rex. Yeah, T Rex. Attitude man, being ever going down. Yeah. He's gonna be a running back. Ain't no one taking him down. I gotta say, I think that that definitely is gonna be the elephant and a gorilla. <laughs> That's awesome. All right. Do you think it would level. be easier for an NBA player to play in the NFL or an NFL player to play in the NBA? Oh, man, that's a great question. I like that question, but it's going to be easier for an NFL player to play in the NBA. What? Boom! No! You tight ends, Thank man. you, You guys Rob? are ridiculous. Thank you tight ends. Uh, no, man. What, what makes you say that? I, Thank you. The, the hitting aspect. The hitting aspect. And also what makes me say okay. it is watching Draymond Green Draymond Green played tight end. Everybody thinks of this. Oh, no. And I lost my mind. I was like, I was like, I was. That was, I, I I was, was like confused. his first day. I don't care. I was confused. You can't go outside. He went outside hands. I don't know what he's thinking. Like, You're not going to be able to. I was like, what the heck? Yeah, I mean, you can throw you can throw us in. You can throw a, a football player in. Like, I seen Mike Evans play basketball, and I was like, man, this dude's legit. Like, He's a dog. He could, he yeah. could, he's a dog. He could definitely play. I was like, if he focused on that, he could. he's got NBA talent. It was impressive. And uh, a lot of a lot of receivers and DBs have that type of talent, but also um, you can throw someone in there like a tight end or something, and uh, and uh, you can just have a role for them as a role player. That's, that was my defense. argument. Yeah. Might not boards. be might not be a superstar, but we can find roles. Yeah, for we can sure. find a role. Exactly. We're not talking about superstar. Right, a role player. I, yeah, I disagree with both. I disagree, okay. but you know what? I, Take that I mean, right in the fucking face, Jason. <laughs> I'm getting ganged up on by tight ends. All right, here Let's we go. go. All right, we've uh, also debated signing babies on this show, whether that's acceptable or not to sign a baby. I got a feeling you've got – you have to have a crazy story. What is the craziest thing you signed? Man, I actually never signed a baby, but thinking about it, and that would be a little crazy. I mean, like their skin, like they're absorbing everything. Set, baby. That's what I'm saying, bro. You're putting Thank that you. ink on the baby, and it's going like right through the skin, that, like right through their pores. I don't want to do that, dude. He's going to have to go to the hospital. Up, they pick up stuff off the floor and shove it in their mouth every single day. The Sharpie box has a warning. It says, keep away from eyes and mouth. <laughs> I don't think it does. <laughs> I, do, I want to see that I, warning. I pulled that out of my ass. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it, does, it has to. <laughs> Makes sense. It doesn't, it Makes doesn't sense. it better now. But uh, <laughs> I've signed some crazy things, like, some dollar bills and stuff, some money, 
uh, shoes, uh, what phone cases, phones. I mean, uh, what's, what's yeah. wild is these like 12 year old kids. They all want it like on their forearm. That, that is weird. Right. Like their forearm. And then I did some people's foreheads as well, too. You know, you know, like 12 year old <laughs> kids when you're at a parents are like, sign my forehead, sign my forehead. And then they show it off. I got nothing head. right here. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and then their parents are like shaking their head. Like, Oh my gosh, like not your forehead. Like, please. But, uh, and then I do it. But they probably secretly wanted to. Yeah. And then they're like, yeah, let's no. make sure you shouldn't have done that. Let's get a picture. I'm next. I'm next. <laughs> <laughs> Sign my next. Dude, that's electric. I love it. One last question, brother. We got one last question. We're uh, we're all vets in the game here. Um, if there was any advice that you would give your younger self in the league, um, any advice. It doesn't mean to make your game that much better. Just like looking back on your career, is there any one thing? Like for me, it was like don't do a fucking dating show. You know what I mean? Like for you, what would it, what would it be? <laughs> that was legendary. We got to have an episode solely on that. I, one I would definitely, I would definitely uh, say, I, I would give myself two advices. Um, and Coach Belichick always told us this one is, is that the best answer is no. You know, if I could go back, I would have definitely said no to probably half of the things that I did uh, on the field mm-hmm. and off the field, like um, especially off the field. I mean, as a kid, you know, you got you got stardom at like 22 years old. You don't know how to say no to people or anything. You're not, you're not, nah, you know, I'm you're not, not a grown man yet. You don't, you can get bullied over pretty easy. I mean, I can say no to anything now, but at that time, you you know, it's hard to say no, and you'd be doing things that just to please other people. And then the other one would be to take care of yourself, to take care of your body. Like I said, if I could go back, I would definitely have started, you know, doing treatment on your body, getting body work done, and all that, and learning how. Your body, you know, works uh, functionally. Oh yeah. Instead of just going out there and just trying to run at people every time, so take care of your body and learn how to say no. That's great that's, advice. That's great advice. Oh man. What, what about you, Jason? You haven't you haven't told you what you want. <sighs> man, to tell I your think younger self. I think what I would tell my younger self is, um, I don't just embrace people. I think when I was younger, I had a lot more like rigid viewpoint of like what I thought doing the right or wrong thing is or playing in the NFL was. And I think as I've gotten older, like I've learned to appreciate guys for who they are and like what makes them unique and what, what like makes them uh, special. And um, I think that might be partly like Andy Reed mantra and stuff like that was, you know, embrace your personalities. And um, you know, I don't know. I think that that's probably the one thing that um, I would say to my young self, like, you know, don't try and be anything. Just freaking be yourself and be a baller and freaking go play the game. Right on, baby. All righty. Uh, we're, we're, we've reached the uh, New Heights stamp of the week segment. And, Rob, with you being the guest, it's going to be Rob's New Heights stamp. So this is, you know, you shouting out somebody who's taking their game uh, to New Heights. Who you got? Who you yes. got, brother? I'm going to shout out someone. Man, this is, this is going to be unordinary. You're going to be surprised okay. with who I say. It's going to, I think Travis met him before. It's no athlete or anything. Actually, I, when we go places at the beginning, I used to say he, he was a fullback for the Bengals in 07. But I'm going to go with uh, one of my good friends and, and my roommate here in Foxborough, Massachusetts. He lives at my house. I call him Mr. All-Purpose, and his name is Bobby Goons. 
And I'm going to say he's Bobby Goode. Bobby Bobby Goode. <laughs> I'm going to say this guy is Mr. All-Purpose. He can drive you. He can be your security. Uh, he can fix any light in the house. Uh, he can be electrician if you need him to be. He can jack he can all trades. Wall. He, can build a, he can build a house. I'm telling you, he's done it all. I've seen him do it all. And if he doesn't know how to do it, he figures it out within five, 10 minutes. For example, he just put my new sauna in. He had a, he had a run wires. He's an electrician as well. He had a run wires. Infrared? What is this? Had a run wires to, to amp up to a 20 amp, I'm pretty sure, in order to give power to the infrared sauna. But why he's at new heights is because he bought a building and uh, he, uh, he took the building, he rents out the bottom, it's four garages, and the top was a dump, but it was inside at the top. And he turned that top, it was mice all over the place when he got up there, dirt everywhere, and he turned it and he just finished the final coating of the whole entire thing and he made it into a social club in, in, down in the Providence area. And uh, growing up, he always had a social club, his family and them. And uh, he just did the whole thing himself. He built the whole thing, the flooring, the walls, the bathrooms, the kitchen, the, the whatever, you name it. He did it himself, and he took his game to a whole new level. And you just got to – Let's go, baby. That, man, how someone can do that in their jack-of-all-trades. So I got to give it to Bobby Goons for taking it to a new level. The Army Swift yeah. Snipe. Bobby Goons. Yeah. Bobby that. Goons, baby. I love that, man. That's that's legendary. What, yes. what can't he – do? You, you guys ever heard of a guy like I got – I know a guy? Yeah, Bobby Goons. Yeah, there you go. That's a, it's nice when you only need to know one guy. That's, that's yeah. exactly the best definition you, you can give him right there, Travis. <laughs> I love it, man. And, and I got, I got one Bobby final Goons. question for you guys as well, man. I mean, obviously, you know, your guys are in different teams facing each other. And my parents always argued, oh, I don't have a favorite son. Uh, you know, I love them all. <laughs> but who do your, who do your, who do your parents cheer for when you guys are facing offers each other Dude. i mean they say they're cheering for both of us but we know that both of them secretly like one of us more <laughs> but they don't say it outwardly yeah, they don't um, say it until mama kells does say it out, but mom, that was just so she, she said it she said she did say it but you and i both know you're the you're the baby i only mama. know what mama said i only know what mama said i will say this though she cheers for the offense when we play that's it's as easy as she can go and then she's happy for whoever won and obviously feels bad for whoever <laughs> lost which is you know knock on wood all right here we and go and then dad here's the question right. who is she meeting in the tunnel first after the game when you guys face each other that's the that's the real question who is she seeing first i think I, she's I seeing can... you i think she's seeing you <laughs> like let's be honest <laughs> come on mom come here <laughs> Even dad, I thought I had dad. We got a playoff game this week or this next week, and my dad already told me I'm going to Travis's. I was like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah, I don't mind. This is probably just my last ever time ever doing this, but that's cool. <laughs> Whoa. Did we just – did we just – is this your farewell tour? Did you just – Yeah. Wait, did you, you said been, it, dude. You can't say it and not yeah. – are I've you? been saying this for the last four years. I have no idea what's that's happening. Yeah. That's that, I don't how do you – that's a good – can I ask you that question? I know that we, we're done – how do you how do you know when it's officially time to retire? Oh. How did you know? Oh man! And you came back out, so I don't even know if you fully knew. Yeah, yeah, I didn't know I was going to do that either. <laughs> but I kind of got refreshed and, when I came back out. But uh, I don't know, man. You just don't don't have that passion anymore when you when you're stepping out there. Like you just know. Like, yeah. I feel like you're going to have more years. Like I don't see it in you yet. Like like you you just said it, you know. Yeah. But you're just saying it because you you know it's coming down the line. It's but it's not truly there yet. You just 
you just kind of know, man. You just, you just. One day it'll just be apparent. It, it, yeah, you'll just be ready for it. And it's, it, it becomes very like it becomes feels more like work, you know, like oh, like 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 you're aggravated by like oh, I gotta go in. Like I would say yeah. that that's when you know. You just know when you know. Alrighty, respect it, brother. I respect it, man. Dude, I cannot thank you so Dude. enough for coming on the show. This has been an awesome conversation. Uh, been a highlight of us doing this show so far. So thank you so much, Rob. Yeah, no awesome. problem, guys, man. You guys are awesome, man. Much love to you guys. You know, have you know, sticking together as brothers. I mean, I love to see that with my family as well. We stick together. So whenever I have an event, whenever you guys have an event, I mean, if I can make it, I'd love to come. And you guys are invited to anything that I got going on as well. So uh, much love awesome. to you. Paul. You're the best, brother. You already know. If we're not playing in this game, baby, I'll be at Grunk yeah, Beach no, with no, the Grunks, be, baby. You guys are both going to be there. And you're you're, you're going to be on stage already. If you're, if you're not playing the game, you're on stage. You gotta, I, I'm going to have to learn the move. What's the, what's uh, the, no, nah, you the just chuck beers, Jason. Uh, you're just, a, <laughs> all right. I've been on that. Beer. I could do that. Yeah, you, there you, we are. <laughs> you them up, you chuck the beers and we'll do the, we'll do our dancing. That is, is awful, but it brings the energy. So oh, dude, <laughs> Rob, you want to see a fucking dancer? You get this guy a case of beers. All right. After his all case it comes out, it comes out, baby. All right. <laughs> all right. That's enough of this. All right. All right, and we'll be back Wednesday for the playoffs edition of New Heights. Watch and subscribe on YouTube to the New Heights channel. And uh, listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, New Heights is a Jukes original presented by Wave Sports and Entertainment and brought to you by our friends over at NerdWallet. Follow the show on all social media platforms at New Heights Show uh, for fun clips throughout the week. Thanks to our production for making this easy. Thanks to you guys for tuning in. And Big Bob, thank you for showing up. Uh, you're an absolute legend on and off the field. Keep being the pioneer that you are, brother. We appreciate you big time, man. Yeah, I appreciate you guys. Much love to you. Love how you guys, you know, stick together as brothers. And I'll see, I'll see you guys at Gronk Beach if you don't make it to the big game. And just here's a picture of us, man. Me, myself, you, Travis, my dad, and Bobby Goons at the last Gronk Beach. So check it out. Man. Let's go, baby. <laughs> Look at that. Let's go, baby. Jason, so if you guys don't make it, we'll see you there. But best of luck in the playoffs, man. Keep kicking ass and uh, just keep doing what you guys are doing, man. Awesome. Love it, Thank brother. you so much, Rob. All right, brother. Peace. Peace. Peace.